Hello and welcome to another episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast. Today's episode is with Damien Quinn, all the way from Australia via Ireland. This episode is a really strong one. I really enjoyed chatting with him and uh, I learned a lot about Australia as well, which is always good to learn about different countries. Um, but yeah, here is uh, a word from our sponsor before we get into the podcast. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Logo Package Express 2.0, a fantastic illustrator plugin that will help you save time when exporting your logo files. Um, it, honestly, it saved me so much time. Uh, Paul Rand wished he had this illustrator plugin. He would have saved so much time rather than drawing all those logos by hand uh, at different sizes. If he had Logo Package Express, he would never need to draw a logo, logo at meter by meter ever again. Um, this one is, is a fantastic one. All the great designers have it and, and people are talking about it in our industry. So save time by getting it. Uh, it will help you export lo- your logos your clients you can never get those emails it's pesky emails where they say oh can i have the png because the jpeg doesn't quite work over the top of my image or you know why has it got a white background on it you'll never get those requests from your client ever again with logo package express uh, so check it out down in the description you can have your logos and all the different files formats you need for your client including the different color versions as well the full color the black grayscale, black and white uh, inverted as well in all the different vector file formats you need and, and again png and jpeg as well um, so yeah please do go and check it out it really really has sped up my uh, exporting time and, and helped out my clients as well so check it out down, down in the description for your logo package express discount through the creative waffle podcast link and you can also help out the podcast by doing that as well so yeah hope you enjoyed this episode and uh, check it out logo package express cheers Yeah. All right, there you go. We're into the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Um, yeah, I appreciate you listening to the other episodes. You said, uh, you said, which ones you listen to? The other sports creatives? Um, yeah, I've listened to a couple of them. I've listened to um, the one with uh, Phil Galloway, um, and I listened to uh, Carl Toyer there last week. And I'm pretty sure I've listened to the Dan Layden one there. I think it was about a year ago, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, no, they, they were good. It's really interesting. Yeah, you were saying on the, the other podcast you did um, the uh, I can't forget the name, but what's the score? Um, you're saying about like amazing people coming out of Ireland, the sports creatives, and and there are so mm. many. Like you got John, you got Dan, you got yourself. Uh, some fantastic people coming out of Ireland. Yeah, um, it was uh, yeah, it was something uh, especially with the sports illustrations because it's quite new to me. You know what I mean? It's only the last three or four years, but. Yeah, kind of discovered how many there was there a few years ago. It's like there's more. There's like Kieran Carroll. There's Barry Masterson. I don't know if you've seen his work. Oh, yeah, he does yeah, that yeah. Of, uh, well, Irish, yeah. yeah, he's brilliant. Um, there's loads. Like it's great, and it's like uh, it's probably the same in the UK. Like there's more and more coming out uh, as the weeks go on, you know. But yeah, it's it's awesome how how many there is in Ireland. Really, like there's loads who do like local sports in Ireland as well. Like Jen Jen Murphy sketches. She's brilliant. There's, there's loads. Nice. Um, yeah. yeah, I think the next place we were going to be going on the podcast in um, tour was Ireland. Me and Matt Roth did uh, like a UK, uh, like an England and Scotland um, like podcast and tour where we chatted with loads of different creators from around around the countries. And um, we were going to be going to Ireland this year, but obviously co- uh-huh. 2020, but COVID, and maybe this year, but we'll see. But he's got just got a new job, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, yeah, yeah you definitely yeah. have to go back. It's definitely definitely worth the trip when once things get back to normal. Well, that was the thing. I realised you know, I've been around the world a little bit, you know, going to America and other places, but you don't never been around England and Wales and Scotland and Ireland. Mm. And you just need to see a bit more more of home first before before yeah. going away. And it's, it's lovely, some beautiful places in, in this country. Yeah, um, yeah I, I know. I noticed that myself when I come home from Australia. Yeah. Like you just you, you appreciate it more, you know, especially in Ireland anyway. Just you you actually become a tourist when you go home. So it's uh, it's good in a way. 
Do you feel more patriotic when you get home? Um, to be honest, probably a bit, yeah. yeah. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably more patriotic living away than when you're living there. Definitely, but yeah. That's that's always the way I think. I I even felt that when I was like going to America and traveling abroad a little bit. I was like, I represent the country now. This is <laughs> if I know someone, they're going to think this is all Irish people or this is all English people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to represent them well. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so for people who don't know, who are you and what do you do? Uh, yeah, my name is um, Damien Quinn, and I'm um, I'm a designer originally. I'm an art director, and I'm also an illustrator. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what is what is art direction? I always wondered that. Like people say, art director. Yeah, it's a bit vague, all right, isn't it? Um, just uh, pointing at a screen and telling people what to do. Um, <laughs> no, it's uh, I suppose because obviously I studied graphic design um, yeah. in college, but art direction is kind of more. You know, you're probably not on the tools as much. I suppose it's kind of like, you know, you might be working with a finished artist, or you might be working on a photo shoot or something like that, because. My current role, uh, my nine to five job is in advertising. And uh, so, yeah, you know, the, we might come up with the the concept and because we mightn't have the skills to, to you know, to, to render out like, a, you know, some advertising campaign, we'll give it to, you know, uh, a designer who's has that specific skill, I suppose. And then we'll kind of direct them how we want it to look. And it's kind of, it's basically like a creative director. It's just, uh, mm. yeah, essentially it's the same sort of role. That that was one thing um, that like, I was listening to the other podcast and it was like wow you you got a job as well like, I thought I genuinely thought you were like full time working for yourself freelance I didn't realize you yeah. had a nine to five yeah a lot of people think that um, yeah. and uh, yeah and I also have a, a kid at home so yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's not that's that's another job as well <laughs> you're lucky um, uh, you're lucky not in England because you'd be you're teaching the kid right now as well like <laughs> in the school yeah <laughs> oh, luckily, luckily now we're a couple of years years away from that with Zoe but um, yeah um so yeah no I do I've I've been I don't know yeah it's only recently it started to become um harder to balance um but I have managed to balance it somehow like there's definitely been late nights um trying to get jobs on for clients and stuff but mm. um I don't know. I love it. You know what I mean? I, I actually don't look at the, obviously I, I love my day job as well, but I don't look at the illustration stuff as a job at all. And I know that's like a, a cliche thing to say, but genuinely like it's, I know you do illustration yourself. Like, you know, um, it's just enjoyable. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, when I was a kid, all I would do was just draw football players and just, just, you know, just draw, draw stupid things. You know what I mean? But I just, yeah. that's all I was, all I was good at doing. And then, I don't know, just the last, nearly four years ago now, I just said, I just want to start doing this properly and just see what happens. And I just love it, you know, that's it's as simple as that, really. Yeah, that's wicked. That's so cool. But you got, I know you say don't, it doesn't feel like a job, but that's, that's some work ethic as well, though, to, to just do it on the side as well, but to get to the level you've done but by doing it on the side. That's some work ethic, though. Yeah. I suppose, yeah. Well, I would be, I would see myself as hardworking, like in anyway. So yeah. it's kind of something that's kind of, I would say, come natural. Kind of, I just, I always kind of had to work hard at design as well, you know. Other people would be as naturally, would be more natural to, to it than me. I kind of had to do a bit more work in it, which is, you know, that's common enough. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I didn't want to do it half arsed, really, the illustration stuff. I kind of said, you know what, people like my work. I'm just going to see how far I can push it. And mm. yeah, that's kind of the way I've approached it, really. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool that you got it this far. Yeah. 
Um, so also, I was doing, I was doing a bit of research. Did you know there's another there's an Irish folk singer called Damien Quinn? I did, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you get that yeah. a lot? Like, does anyone, does anyone look for your name on Google and stuff and then come up with him? Oh, I don't think there's too many people Googling me now, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I did accidentally find him on Facebook, yeah. I think he's from the north of Ireland, but um, I'm sure he's very talented. I haven't, I, I didn't give him a listen, but... You need to get your uh, SEO skills up because that's what I came up with on uh, on Google. I was like, ah, yeah, I, it's another one. <laughs> I, I haven't um, I haven't done too much of the SEO stuff. <laughs> is it is it a common name in Ireland or not, Quinn? It'd be quite common enough. It wouldn't be right. like a like a Murphy or an O'Connell or something like that. But um, it's uh, yeah, there's just plenty of us, plenty of us hanging about. <laughs> um, why why uh, going to Sydney as well? Like why why the move to Australia? Because that's that's like it's a bold move. Yeah, um, well, so I graduated from um, college, art college, in 2008. Mm. And I don't know if you remember, like, 2008 was when the, the GFC hit. Um, so I worked in two studios in Ireland um, from 2008 to 2010. And they were great jobs, like, great experience. Like, um, But <clears throat> I suppose, uh, you know, they were starting to cut the hours back in my second job there. And, you know, I was going back to, like, three days a week. So... I don't know. I was just, I'd never really done any traveling. Um, and I just, I had a couple of friends living in Sydney and I was just, I just decided, you know, now's the time, like things aren't good in Ireland. So I just moved out in 2010 and that was it really. I just, um, I, I went over with the intention to live there for a year. Um, and like, like that year, geez, there was hundreds of thousands of people came over and like half of them just end up staying here really, you know, yeah. you just, I ended up meeting an Australian wife, <laughs> my wife Chantelle, <laughs> and yeah, in 2012, and that was it. I wasn't, um, I wasn't going home. <laughs> nice. There's something about accents, though, isn't it? It's like it's good. I, I, my girlfriend's American, so I've got like yeah. something about accents I like. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, that's amazing though. Just so you just just decided to just stay there, like all the sunny yeah. weather and that sort of stuff, food. Just the lifestyle, really. I mean, yeah. I, don't get me wrong. I love going back to Ireland, but it was just at the time it was just you know a lot of Irish people would say it what the economy wasn't great people were unemployed and I just it just felt like the wrong time to go home I had some opportunities over here I had a steady job they're offering sponsorship to stay in the country so it was a bit of a no-brainer really it would have been a bit silly to um to move at the time so yeah look I, I love it here so it's um yeah it's just been it's I think it's been a, it was a good decision yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, something that a lot of um, my friends talk about, and I, I think I, I've always wanted to move abroad and like live somewhere in another country and experience yeah. that. Like, oh, it was America, but then since I've seen this, this girlfriend and, and since what's happened on the news recently and all sorts of stuff going on over there, uh, that's changed my mind a little bit. Yeah. Um, so it's more like become more appreciative of England, but also like, Australia and New Zealand seem really good right now. Like the way they're managing the country and it just seems great. Yeah, yeah, they seem to. Yeah, we've, uh, uh, as I've said to you before, kind of we've we followed New Zealand's lead, which is <laughs> usually a fairly good lead to follow in anything. So, um, yeah, just yeah, it's just a good. We're we're very lucky. I think like, the reason, obviously, we're not as as affected as the UK and Ireland and, and most of Europe is we're so far away from everything, mm. which is an obvious enough thing to say. But it's just it, it was easier for us to to shut down the borders and stuff like that and. 
I know it's bad like it's going to be a while for people who, like I know there's a lot of Aussies stuck in the UK for instance like because they can't get home because there's no flights but mm-hmm. um, um, it was the right thing to do I think to to shut the borders and stuff like that but yeah we're, we're, we are lucky we are lucky over here to be honest and how easy is it to, to move to Australia like can can anyone just do it or yeah I mean I'm not sure what it's like now but when I moved 10 years ago it was literally just went into like this um, student travel shop in Limerick and uh, within about an hour I had a, I had an application for a visa and I had bought my flights so that was it I hadn't I hadn't told the parents didn't didn't tell them for about a week and then uh, had to break the news that was uh, that was an interesting conversation but <laughs> yeah how, how long before the flight was that conversation with your parents? I'd say six weeks. Wow. wow. Yeah. It was a bit, you look it back, it was a bit mean, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I would have went otherwise. I don't think I would have left if I hadn't have just done it on a whim. So I was yeah. like, ah, this is it. Just going to do it. Fair. That's yeah, fair play. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's, it's definitely, yeah. A, definitely something I'm, I'm, I want to consider, at least going there first. Um, yeah. Definitely, yeah. worth a visit. Definitely, yeah. Um, so you're a Man United fan, is that right? Or got that wrong? I am, yeah. Okay. I say Why that with a, with a heavy heart at the moment, I'm not sure. What? They're doing yeah, all right. It's hard. Uh, yeah, all right's not enough, Mark. <laughs> 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 we, we were spoiled. We were spoiled in the 90s and the 90s. But um, ah, listen, we're going okay. I still think we'll be there, thereabouts at the league. But um, yeah, Man City are looking good. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose one injury to Bruno Fernandes, and you've you've had it. Game over, I think. Yeah, he's he's that good. He get into any team in the league. He's definitely he's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And the amount of penalties you get given, you know, so it's quite a lot ah, of penalties. I was I was I was waiting for that. You're a Liverpool fan, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, Typical. that's right. Typical. Um, no, that that Pogba penalty was not a penalty. He, he, he clipped his own heels. <laughs> we, we, we could get into a 20 minute debate here about that penalty I want you up um, but yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I mean the way Liverpool are going they, were, they won all with Aston Villa tonight as well so yeah. it's keep my eye on that one I'm hoping to, uh, open the young fellas and Villa do, do the job <laughs> I, said, I was thinking that's like a, that's a proper retro tasty tie that Aston Villa Liverpool in the FA Cup on yeah. Friday night oh, definitely yeah good. yeah well, Villa are playing the kids as well. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But this is not a football podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, half is, I guess, half is. But um, one question as well: What is hurling? Oh, what What is hurling. that sport? Yeah, hurling is the national sport of Ireland. Um, it'd be like, I suppose, it'd be like cricket for you guys, wouldn't it? Um, right. Yeah. So we like we've got two national sports: we got hurling and Gaelic football. Um, like they would have been the sports I would have grown up with. I mean, soccer as well, but. Yeah, it's huge back home. It's like the the number one sport, and then you've got you know soccer and then rugby. But yeah, Gaelic football and hurling are number one in Ireland, and then everything else. Nice. So yeah, I'd have a, I'd have a huge interest in it. Um, and probably you've seen some of my illustration work. I do a lot of yeah, do a lot of uh, Gaelic Gaelic game stuff as well. So it's good. Yeah, how so? Did you ever play it? Or like, uh, I badly I played it, but I was uh, I, I I always played it. When I was young. I was more of a Gaelic footballer. Uh, played hurling as well. It was awful, but I loved it. Um, I just love watching it. It's just um, I was a big fan. Uh, I'd follow my team uh, Limerick. Um, be like you going to a Liverpool game. We we follow it the same way. Go to all the games. Um, it's probably one of the things. Obviously, apart from family from back home, I miss the most is going to yeah. those games. But um, 
Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Have you taken up like, Aussie rules or cricket or anything? Being Australia. <laughs> I don't think you've seen me. I'm uh, I'm about five foot five foot five, so I would uh, do very well in in AFL. But I do I do follow AFL over here because it's kind of it's close enough to Gaelic football. But um, I would have an interest in, in following it over here. Definitely, yeah. It's a it's a bit of a mad sport. It's like chasing a rabbit around the field. It's um it's good it's good to watch. But yeah, no, I, I do I do enjoy it. Nice. So Gaelic football. That's a that's not maybe not really fucking rough. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. It's, I mean. Not as rough as like rugby league or something like that, but um, it's huh. it's rough enough, yeah. I I'd say hurling is probably rougher to be honest. Yeah. It's really? fifteen lads against fifteen running around with sticks in their hands, so yeah, it gets a bit um gets a bit hectic sometimes. Is it a little bit like lacrosse or? Like... Yeah, that'd be the closest right. thing, but it's probably it's uh, it's played on a bigger field. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Croke Park in Dublin, but that's where they play the main games, and it's um, uh, it's like two. It's about two football, two soccer fields stuck together essentially. Um, yes. yeah, a little bit smaller, but um, yeah, it's like you should go on Google for yourself. It's definitely worth. I'll send you a link. It's definitely worth yeah, watching yeah. for twenty minutes, but it's good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, as a as a thing about moving to a new country, you have to sort of embrace the culture and things. Yes. Yeah. yeah. How, how have you how have you managed that, Australia? How's it been? Embracing the culture. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's been good. Like. I still, to be honest, the majority of my mates over here are Irish, but um, right. nice. I do, I do, um, I do, yeah, because my, my wife is Australian, so it's kind of, I've naturally kind of um, tried to embed myself as a culture a bit, I've been here 10 years, I haven't lost my accent, which is something people could bring up to me, but, um, and hopefully I don't lose it either, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's because Aussies are really laid back, so, it's been easy to, you know, their sense of humor is pretty good as well. Like, so that kind of helps as well. Um, I don't know if you know any Aussies, but you know, they're g- generally funny enough people. So it's good. They kind of, and the Irish and English seem to get on very well over here. So, cause they all kind of get the same sort of humor. So it's been easy to kind of, you know, especially in different workplaces to, to get to know people. And it's not, you know, there's no language barrier, which helps. And mm. yeah, it's good. Yeah. That's, that's one of the, the biggest things like, sunny all this time and then you still speak English that's like a big draw for me yeah, so yeah. great <laughs> what's the is it what's the food like is it same sort of same sort of stuff or do they have like pretty much typical shrimps like, that's, yeah, like that's, is that a stereotype or does no one do that I, I think that's a little bit of a stereotype yeah is that, um, is, that, is that the equivalent of racism I can't I hope not <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think you're all right. Um, okay. No, it, it, it's it's all barbecues and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's like like sausages and all that sort of stuff. And I mean, they put prawns on the barbie. That sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it's the food is pretty similar, to be honest with you. Okay, cool. Uh, sorry, I'm, I know this is a podcast about like, like <laughs> when someone I speak to someone that's moved from another country or like or like lives in yeah. another country. I love I love chatting with them about it. Um, yeah. It's just find it really interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, so going into the into design stuff, like how what's the design scene like over there? How how is it? Yeah, it's pretty strong. Yeah, there's some yeah, there's some great designers over here. Some really good agencies in Sydney, in Sydney especially. There's like one area of Sydney called Surrey Hills, and that's kind of the um, so it's the epicenter of the design world over here. Like that's where all the big guys are. That's where I have all your big international um, advertising agencies and. Agencies are big over here, but yeah, it's very strong. Like there's some, yeah, there's some ama- amazing work comes out of Australia. So you feel like you're a part of the Australian design scene now, or like? Um, 
I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I kind of. I mean, like, yeah, obviously, I work for an Australian uh, advertising agency, and we we do some good stuff. Like, we're not as big as one of the big boys, but we we do um we do some nice work. Um, but yeah, no, it's been good. Like, it's Australia's been good to me with the opportunities I've got, like places I've worked for, and um, but yeah, no, it's 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 definitely it's definitely good. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, is there any difference in the the like the design work that's coming up in Australia compared to like, other parts of the world? Or like back home maybe? Like styles or yeah, or like layouts or anything? I wouldn't think so. I think I don't know, I feel like Australia is very inspired by obviously there's like you get you get a heavy because you know the design scene in Asia is quite strong as well. You mm. know, like Japan and Yeah. So we have we have, like, cause there's a huge Asian pop population here too. So and uh, you know and there seems to be a lot of designers in that population as well. So, and they kind of bring their bit of flair into it, like Japanese design, Asian design. Um, and then you've got the European influence that comes over here as well. So I feel like Australia kind of ha- has a benefit of being able to be inspired by, obviously, you know, wherever you live, you can be inspired by anywhere, but mm. there's like a, phys- a physical influence here, you know, like with bringing their kind of their, um, their different aesthetics to Australia, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Because this is something I've been trying to figure out, and and recently done a lot of um, research into like the history of graphic design and where things have started. Um, yeah. And, and and yeah, it's it's good to good to hear about that other parts. Like a lot of Japanese design is incredible, especially like, yeah, old stuff yeah. and handmade things and just the type and like, characters yeah. are incredible as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Some amazing amazing illustrators over here as well. Mm. Like. Some of the stuff is just incredible. Like you probably wouldn't have even heard of half of them, but yeah, um, like like this girl called Gemma Davies, and there's others, uh, amazing, amazing artists to come over here, and like they do, they do a lot of them are doing like really well internationally as well. So, yeah, I think Australia definitely has a, a big influence in other parts of the world as well. I think in design. Yeah, you have to send me a few names because I'd, I'd love to get some more um, more people on the podcast from from over there. Um, yeah, but yeah, so. One of your recent work stuff you've done is is the for Barcelona, and that was that's yeah. like that's huge, right? That's a big, big project. Yeah, it's a bit weird hearing someone say it to me, but yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, um, talk us through it. Yeah, like, like, what's how'd you get it? Like, what went on? What uh, is it? Like, well, it actually so they got in touch with me in March, um, last year, so it was literally I'd say a week before, um, everything kind of went downhill. I felt like it was like St. Patrick's weekend in 2020, where literally the whole world went into into lockdown. Um, but it was like a week before, and I think Barcelona were playing in the Champions League. I can't remember who they were playing right at the top of my head, but that was, they wanted me to do an illustration for that. And like, I just remember getting the the email on my uh, my, G- my Gmail. And I was just looking at it. And I was like, shouldn't we get all those spam emails? And they just yeah, turned yeah, yeah. like. Um, but I was like, this has to be spam. But then I was reading it. I was like, oh, my God. Showed it to my wife. And she wouldn't be really a football fan, so she wasn't giving me the response I, I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was like, I nearly fell off my chair. I was like, wow, this is Barcelona. Um, so then, yeah, I just got, got chatting to them. And then literally within a week or two, they had to pull the plug because obviously the Champions League got canned. And I was uh, like devastated. I was like, oh, my God, what if I... Well, if this opportunity doesn't happen again, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. And then I think it was about 
What are we now? I think that came out about three, three or four weeks ago. Um, it would have been three months ago, maybe. Um, and they had a couple of different kind of milestones that were coming up, and they were like, "Look, we would love, we'd like you to do." You basically gave me a choice of three different ones to work on. I was like, I saw the 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 Messi and Pele one, and I was like, hundred oh, percent, that's unbelievable. So, um, yeah, I just got working on it, and then, yeah, it was bizarre. Even just like starting, like the very first line I drew on the on the iPad, I was like, I'm drawing something for Barcelona here. This is like stuff of dreams, you know. So it was brilliant. Yeah, just a great experience. They're re- really nice to deal with as well, which was like kind of weird. Like you know, I was nervous, but because I, I have a bit of experience now, you know what I mean. Work with clients, so I, wa- I wasn't like completely, you know, breaking it. But it's still it's it's Barcelona, like so. It's, yeah. It was amazing, brilliant experience. The, the the people I were dealing with were just so nice and little bits of feedback, but yeah, great. It's um yeah, it's definitely one that I'd, I'd love to work with one day or, or like be in touch with. I mean, it's probably on most designers' lists, right? That Barcelona job and to do it for something yeah. so special as well. I you know, yeah, that's kind of you kind of get. I don't know other odd. I suppose you've I'd say you've spoke about it on your um on your podcast before, but you you. You shouldn't get it, but you get this like imposter syndrome kind of mm. feeling, but which like you shouldn't, but it's weird. Like you just kind of have to, yeah, you can't just have sort of moment, yeah, yeah. But it's, but then you kind of have to say, right, right you know, like you've you've worked, yeah, kind of you know, as I was saying, like I work hard, so you know, it's um, Served. I don't know, it, well, I wouldn't, I don't like, know. it's, it's just, like if you if you weren't. I don't want to blow your smoke up your ass, but like, if if you didn't deserve it, you wouldn't have it, right? Like, if, if your work wasn't good enough, you wouldn't be doing it, sort of thing. That's it. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, these kind of these sort of agency aren't agencies, but clubs and teams. Like, people who are running these accounts and stuff kind of know what they're talking about. So it's like, yeah. you know, when I see like the guys who you, you've interviewed, like Phil Galloway and like the the stuff that he does, like for Arsenal and Norwich and yeah, you know, those guys are just incredible, you know, but. You, you see why they get the work, you know what I mean? So it's, yeah, it's awesome. Do you ever think about it, like you said, because I said, so I just had a conversation with um, with Drew uh, King, who's a friend of mine in Sheffield, and he, um, well, we did a 2020 review, sort of like looking forward to 2021 as well. And um, one of the things we we both thought about the whole of last year and we sort of overcome is like putting other people on pedestals and like, oh, we really want to get to that level. Why is he better mm-hmm. than me? Like, how can I get there? And do you ever think about that? Do you ever think about other illustrators like for Galloway or, or you know, Flanagan's or Scott, so you know anyone, and like say, oh, uh, can I get to that level? Or are you more of no, no, because they're that's good, I, I that's a good so. healthy mindset. No, no, like I, I mentioned those names because they've been on this podcast, but it's um, and I've, you know, I've dealt with, I've, I got Phil Galloway to do a job for me and my agency in um, in Sydney, so and then that's why I'm just why he was top of my head there. But um, yeah, yeah. um, no, I try not to because those guys are like. You know, those guys are their own thing. Like, um, I'm, I'm, and not, not for one minute saying I'm at their level or anything. I'm just, you know, I'm just doing my own thing. I, I, I'm just enjoying what I'm doing. Like, if people want to pay me for my work, that's brilliant as well. You know what I mean? So, I don't look at it as like, oh, I want to be like those guys. It's, um, they're doing their own thing and they're brilliant. So it's like, I don't know. I think that's just advice. You, it doesn't matter. Like, not just illustration. Any, any sort of designer. It's like. Mm. There's all that sort of envy that goes around, but I think you've just kind of got to concentrate on yourself because I don't know. That's something I've learned over the years. Anyway, it's like looking around and why are people doing so well? And you've just got to 
do it for yourself because it's not just gonna it's not just gonna fall on your on your you know it's not gonna fall on your plate like when you leave college you know mm. you pr- i don't know students are probably guilty maybe sometimes of thinking they're just gonna walk into a dream job yeah, it doesn't always it doesn't always happen like it didn't happen for me um i, I love the job i worked in but it wasn't like you know what i thought i would be doing but you know you've just got to kind of I don't know how to describe it, just kind of have a chat to yourself someday and say, look, I'm just going to put my head down and work. And if something happens, it doesn't happen. But at least you can look at yourself and say you tried. You know what I mean? That's the kind of the way I would approach it, I suppose. Yeah, I don't, no, that, so, I don't know if that answered your question. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's so much more healthy than than the way me and Drew were talking about it and, and saying that's what we... I think a lot of people at that stage of their career as well do, the, do that thing of, oh, they're so amazing and being yeah. envious and having that... There's a real fine line of admiring someone and then being envious of them. And there's many, many times where I've tipped over it too much and it's become unhealthy. Um, yeah. But I think I think I'm pretty much over it now, which is amazing. Yeah. But it also, Drew said that, and, and it made so much sense, and I hadn't thought about it. Like when when you've got work to focus on, when you've got a nine to five, or when you've, you've been given work or you're busy, you're not thinking about other people. And you're only thinking about your own work. And since getting yeah. this job, that whole thing of levels and tears and being the best designer ever has sort of escaped my brain a bit and it's been yeah. a release it's been really good um i don't want to bang on about it every other because if people listen to this podcast and listen to everyone they've probably heard me talk about it like loads of times but um i just no, wondered I it think... just sort of came up naturally so yeah yeah no definitely i mean um yeah because I, I, I do remember you were chatting about it on another episode but it's kind of like if you kind of just i don't know if you start just concentrating on yourself it's just i feel like i don't know i just think your work gets better and if you're just doing stuff you enjoy i don't know i just think it makes it easier but it's not obviously it's not that way Absolutely. for everybody but um but yeah no exactly that's yeah no that's good it's a good mindset to have and um but yeah so going back to to the to Barcelona stuff and that like yeah so where what is that what next like <laughs> is that like the, the the pinnacle sort of thing or do you have a dream job you want to get in or like what's Ah, there's there's always dream people but like I've do you know 2020 I know it was a bad year but I kind of do you know I always wanted to do like a kids book cover mm. and I did and I did one in 2020 for um for uh for actually he was a hurler in Ireland but I did you know that was nice. something I always wanted to do I never thought I'd do and I just that was that was incredible for me as well you know so I look yeah, there's some dream. Like I'd love to do stuff for Man United. You know what I mean? Like that's the the team I supported as a kid. I'd love to yeah. do stuff for, you know, I'd love to do stuff for like a Windows for a big brand. But like, sure, yeah. that's that's every that's every designer. Like I'd love to do stuff for like Adidas or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, but you know, that's every everyone's dream, I suppose. Well, not everyone, but like every kind of if you're into sport or design, mm-hmm. it's the the obvious ones are the dream. You know, um. But yeah, I mean, sure. Might as well dream big, I suppose, if you're gonna dream at all. <laughs> nah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's a good point. Yeah, it's a good but, point. Um, yeah, no, like, uh, yeah, I'm not. It's not like, oh, I've done stuff in Barcelona. That's it. Now retire, call it a day. <laughs> yeah. I, re- retire my jersey in the dressing room. Um, nah. And the club retire the number. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, that, yeah. Do you ever think about it like uh, like a football career, like, like a player, like oh, work for this club, work for this club, and like get all the <laughs> shirt? Who's which illustrator was I chatting with? I think it was, I think it was Dave Flanagan. He gets a shirt, and Dave Will starts to do, it, I think, as well. But like they get a shirt from every club they worked with, 
Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like they, they've either have, asked uh, for it or they've bought it themselves. Just like this little memento. Ah, uh, if they got them to the sell them, then I might, I might just uh, send a couple of emails after this chat. Here, lads, where's my, uh, where's my jersey? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's, I think that's just a really nice idea. Like nice little keepsake for for the, yeah, the team you worked with. Now that you mention it, like, because I do a couple of stuff for teams in America, would you actually, once you do stuff for, do work for the team, I'll mm. always keep an eye on the results now. Yeah. Like every single time, like, you know, like I even, you know, I did a job for an NHL team this year and I kind of have no interest in ice hockey. <laughs> well, I just like, I just see on Twitter and I just keep an eye on how they're going, you know, so it's just, I don't know, because yeah, it just makes more interest, and I don't know. It's cool. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to have a look into this jersey idea. My wife might mm. be too happy about it, but it um, sounds sounds like a way to go. It's a big shirt as well, big jersey. I love yeah. jerseys. Yeah, it would, it would, they're not exactly slim fitting, no. With the padding on top, but, um, but yeah, you're talking about that on the other podcast, and I was, I was thinking, oh, that's the team that the Arsenal owner owns as well. The Avalanche, Avalanche, is it? Um, oh yeah, Colorado. Oh yeah, Colorado. Colorado, Colorado yes, that, yeah. he owns um, three or four different teams. I think he, yeah, yeah it's Avalanche, Rams, um, the Nuggets, mm. and the Colorado Rapids in the yeah. MLS. Yeah, so he's got a he's got the whole the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be amazing if I had like one name, like one brand across all those different sports. Or like, like, Man, like Man City are doing. Yeah. Yeah, well, like Barcelona do it, don't they? Have like Barcelona oh, have like basketball actually, yeah, they've got basketball and handball. Got, yeah, yeah, that's true. That'd be cool. Yeah, like, you can have like yeah. an Arsenal ice hockey team. Well, like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they probably... know, they, they might need to stick to ice hockey the way things are going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought too much about that. I work for them. Um, <laughs> I know. <yeah. laughs> no, they did all right. They two more wins and yeah, they're, they're way not, up there. They're coming well. They're coming back. They're coming back. Yeah. Um, so uh, the drawing game magazine. That's why I want to check. Edit if you want. No, no, no it's not <laughs> bad. Not bad. Um, I spoke chatting with Daryl Rainbow, who supports Arsenal, and yeah, um, yeah we had to edit some of that out. Um, but I can't talk too much about. It. So um, the drawing game magazine. Uh, I want to chat with you about as well because that's really cool. that's something I want to do. Is the um, is a is a printed magazine uh, one day, and you you think about like Glory magazine, Mundial, and these amazing. Uh, like these football times, like those those were amazing. Yeah. Those covers, um, and, the, and the magazines inside, and the drawing game was very very similar. But it was your work. Um, it was my, yeah. I mean, I well, it was like thirty illustrators involved. But yeah. Oh, I was the thing. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was. So I did the cover, but um, but there was yeah, it was like thirty. I got thirty different. Oh, sorry, twenty-seven different illustrators involved. A lot of them Irish, but then it was a couple of UK guys. I had like Dan Layden in there, John Sheehan, guys you would know. Um, yeah, it was good. I, I literally, because I was, because I loved like the, these football times and yeah. Um, and there was like the Green Soccer Journal that was out a couple of years ago. Um, and I just thought there was, I've, there was never been anything done like that in, for, let's say, Irish Gaelic, Gaelic games. And uh, I was just there because it was a quiet time of the year. It was around, um, it was like June, July I started doing it, but but like I literally the whole thing from start to finish was done in like I think it was like ten weeks. Right. Like I just because I wanted to get it out there before the the season started the championship back home. And yeah, I just I literally bombarded people with emails and texts and DMs for about a week. 
um, like all these like famous players from Ireland. Like obviously you might know them, but and you know, I I tried to raise money for a charity. Um, this uh, girl in Donegal, she was um, yeah, she so. needed this um, procedure that can only be done in in America, and it cost like two million two million dollars. So literally the whole country rallied around it, and we we managed to raise some funds for it. So it was good. We sold out of all the books in Ireland. Um, but yeah, it was a brilliant experience just getting to interview people and then getting to, you know, getting to brief all these illustrators. So I would look up to as well, you know, like there's guys like Peter O'Toole there. He's from Huddersfield. He's amazing. I don't know if you know his stuff. I have heard uh, of him, yeah. Yeah, he's brilliant. Um, yeah, there's just like just getting John Sheehan to do something for it was, it was awesome as well. I'd know John a bit now from, you know, starting chatting to him online for about jobs. And yeah, it was just, it was a brilliant experience just getting to interview people and yeah, even just to basically like just the whole thing, literally like interviewing, putting all the words on paper, just designing it. And it was like a personal design project um, as well. Mm. Um, so it was great. Just the whole thing. Um, and I think people back home seem to, to react to it pretty well. So I think I'm going to do another one this year. So we'll see how we go. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you see that in the uh, in run up to World Cup, you see a lot more crazy stuff come out and yeah. uh, and, and Euros and stuff. Like, it must be cool doing it for a sport that maybe doesn't have as much like creative input. Um, yeah. I don't know. I might be completely wrong. I don't know about the sport, but does it, is it like a very new sport where creators haven't really braced it yet? Yeah, I would say I would say it is. Yeah, like there are, as I was saying, yeah, there are some kind of just like about four or five, I'd say, who are just. It's just Gaelic games they will do. It'd be like, you know, like some of the guys that you would know. It would just be football. Um, but um yeah, so I just I just felt like there was room for it, you know. Yeah. I wanted to get it I wanted to do it before somebody else did it. So yeah, and I wanna I wanted to use I want to always use it as a way of raising funds for charity. I don't wanna make any money off it or anything like that. So um yeah, it's just it's yeah, it's just something I've always kind of wanted to do, and I just, I just thought that during the lockdown it was just um, the right time to do it. It's the only time I'll have time, essentially. So yeah. Yeah, you see, you see a lot of those like projects come out of uh, the sports design community. Like a big one for me was um, Dave Will's. Uh, well, a couple of three, I think he's done three now, isn't he? The the football sticker yeah. books, yeah, yeah, incredible think, community yeah, projects. Yeah. The, the, and it just it was stuff like that that kind of um inspired me to do it to be honest um definitely because i've i put stuff into all the all of david's uh books as well um i know i've seen some of your stuff in there too um but yeah um yeah it's definitely stuff like that and the likes of these football times that heavily inspired the the drawn game definitely so i uh, thinking about magazine like illustrations and stuff. Do you have to think about it differently? Do you have to think about the layouts compared to when you're just putting online? How 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 do you approach that differently from? Yeah, it's it depends. Like uh, for, well, it, it it can be similar because a lot of, like a lot of the stuff I would do for social media and for teams can be like you know they come through with a concept or it might be you know some it's not just a player running or kicking a ball you know sometimes it's like you know for example like some of the Denver Broncos stuff it would be like you know. Uh, like a Zoom call with four of the players talking to each other, celebrating somebody's birthday. You know what I mean? So it's like, so there's a bit of a concept behind it. Um, and I think, and you can you see a lot of that sort of stuff in editorial anyway. So it kind of transitions over. Um, but then with design, obviously with magazine layout, it's it's very different as well to 
you know, you're setting up grids and, you know, paragraph styles and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it's a, that, that bit is different, but the actual illustrations can, it, it kind of crosses both, I suppose. Also, how, um, how much of your graphic design, like qualifications and like doing that as a job as well, like how, how much has that impacted your illustrations? Because there's a lot of, like, I know a few people that haven't really done the graphic design side and then just move straight into illustrations. Um, I just wonder how, how, how it differs. Do you notice? How, how, sorry, can you, I, I slightly broke up there. Sorry, Mark. That's right. Um, yeah, do I, the, the difference in like having a graphic design background as well, how mm -hmm. much does that impact your, your illustration style and your, your illustrations? I don't know about the style, but it's definitely helped me like in terms right. of like, uh, oh yeah, I think uh, if anything, it's helped because, you know, you have an idea of like how to structure stuff, how to mm. just, you know, you know yourself, like general layout skills. Um, uh, definitely helps. It's just, um, and probably like the sort of design work I like definitely would influence the sort of, you know, how I would lay out illustrations, definitely like um, how I'd use type for sure, definitely. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I wonder I wonder if you'd like surveyed like our industry. I see how many people had the graphic design background as well. Because I'm sure like in, in school you probably get taught more graphic design stuff than illustration and then you go at university you could probably choose either or so i wonder what like yeah well i've i've never like i've never been taught illustration mm. my illustration was just yeah like my illustration was just something i've always done and then something i've concentrated on myself like i didn't go to you know i think it's like it's the same martins in london like they have specific yeah, that's a big one, uh, yeah. illustra illustration courses um but like yeah, so like I would just I would just would have had really good teachers in school who would have pushed me towards illustration, um as well to keep it going, um and then, and be lucky in all the jobs I worked in, they would push me on, um but yeah, the the graphic design was totally separate like it was literally just um, typography layout. Mm. I mean they did help me with illustration but it was never somebody sat down and said oh this is how you should do this you know what I mean? Yeah no definitely yeah um how how was that? How's, it, how's your style like illustration developed then? Because, like you say, you never got taught it. So, have you? How have you progressed it yourself? How have you? What have you looked at to, to try and progress it? Um, well, I, 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 when I suppose when I in college, I would have done a bit, um, for my final year project, and then, I did a bit in my first two jobs. But I actually, I was only thinking there this morning because I knew I was chatting to you. I actually didn't draw anything for about six years, I reckon. Wow. I reckon from 2009, yeah, to 2015, I didn't draw anything. Like, I just, I had, like, I think I had lost that confidence, to be honest with you, in drawing. And, like, and I don't know why. It just, I was, like, almost afraid to pick up a pen and paper again and start doing it. Like, like I remember my, my um, um, Chantal, my wife, was just, she wanted me, she knew that I, she'd never seen anything. She had seen me draw, and she was, like, she knew that I used to do it when I was younger. And then she just bought me a uh, pen and paper, like uh, like really nice charcoal pencils and stuff like that, some nice quality paper, and I never touched it. And I was like, she was really trying to push me back towards it, and I don't know what happened. I think it was like 2000 and, uh, 2016, maybe. And uh, I don't know, something just twigged, and I just like got back into it again. And yeah, that was it. So yeah, like I literally just like not drawing a thing. It was crazy you now that I think about it, because that's all I do every day now. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I've just, I've just kind of, how I, I suppose, do you mean like football illustration in particular or just illustration in general? 
Yeah, just interesting in general, because like, yeah. I see your work is like very, like really, really bright, lots of color. Like, mm. like you're very recognizable as the players, obviously. Um, like fairly clean though. Like as much as much as it's a lot of color, it's fairly like really clean work. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I've just tried to. I don't know. There's like, kind of a lot of illustrators I kind of like back home. Uh, mostly Irish guys, to be honest, like Chris Judge and people like that, and um, a lot of like I would have. B- I would have been inspired by a lot of kids illustrators, children's mm. books stuff, um, and obviously like writer overs and things like that. Um, yeah, that's a good one. And, and a big one for me was uh, the cover, the Grand Theft Auto covers. So nice. like Grand Theft Auto, um, basically any of the Rockstar games covers essentially. Like for me, it was the Grand, the GTA Vice City. So like I'm I'm old now. It would have been on the PlayStation Two, uh, but I just remember buying the game, and then there was artwork. And I used to get like the inlets inside in it, um, mm. and it would like fold out, and you get like a poster, and uh, I just remember like that illustration style. Was I just remember like ah, oh, that's it. Like I lo- like I'm not saying my work looks like that, but that's um, the stuff that I loved, and I wanted to try and try and get to, I suppose. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, if you remember, I don't know if you remember some of the covers, but they use that really yeah, thick yeah, black, the G- that, that, the thick black line, the style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. something that I, I think that's the, something that I've kind of always done and brought with me. Um, but yeah, if I had to pinpoint, if you had to, if I had to pick one thing that's inspired me more than anything, it's probably the GTA covers. They were just, I loved them. They were brilliant. They're amazing. They are really yeah. cool. I had a big GTA yeah. 5 poster. Yeah. I just, it's just like, well, that's, yeah, you're right. It isn't really cool, really cool. And that Vice City one, it's uh, it, it there was a guy, I can't remember who did it, but there's a guy that did the Liverpool players when they won the, the trophy last year. And yeah. They had the, the in the in the shape of the Vice City, but like Liverpool. I've seen City, it. Yeah. yeah, it was really good, really good. Yeah. Really cool. And that's just been ripped yeah. off. I don't know how many times that's been ripped off. By oh yeah, sure. I, I, I've I've done it myself. <laughs> I I ripped it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. Like, yeah. Such a such a good. Who who, who think... did these covers? I want to find out who did them now. Yeah, no, I should probably know that. Yeah. But I just, yeah. And I think I remember the one after that was San Andreas. Um, mm. That was amazing as well. So it's just that style of illustration and colour. And, and as you say, it's just that kind of clean style as well, which I've always loved. Um, but yeah, that would have been kind of what kind of inspired me, I suppose. And then in the last couple of years, the, like I kind of, to be honest, I stumbled across football illustration by accident and sports yeah. illustration, sorry, because I wouldn't kind of say I'm a football artist, it's more sport in general um mm. but i think i actually accidentally found um barry masterson's work as um the the, uh, the irish illustrator and yeah. by finding his work i ended up finding um uh kieran carroll's and then john sheehan's and i was like wow there are all these guys in ireland doing this stuff and then obviously through that i ended up finding like dave flanagan and all these guys you know what i mean all these i was like geez there's guys out here like literally, it was completely new to me. I don't know where I had been for the last ten years, but I just I didn't know it was a thing. And it's like, wow, this is something I'd love to do. It was like a a light bulb moment, I suppose you could say. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then you just, as you know yourself, you just end up getting into a wormhole of finding there's like another guy and another guy and and girls, obviously, just amazing female sports illustrators as well. Um, but yeah, it's just that that's kind of how I. And not not like been inspired by these guys, not really copying the style. I try to do my own thing, but yeah, it's hard not to be inspired by by all these different illustrators, you know. Mm. 
Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. And it's great to chat with them as well, like not not just like look at their work, but like speak to them. I think that's one of the biggest things I've I found mm. so useful is like get on a podcast or chat. It's lucky because with a podcast, people will have a sit down and have an hour conversation with you. With yeah. like if you don't have a podcast, not many people are just going to sit down and have an hour conversation. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, it's it's, it's handy having that. But um, so yeah, just making those connections and like, actually chatting with people and becoming friends with them is fantastic. It's, it's been yeah. so useful. Um, yeah. I understand the people behind the works really good. So like one of my favorite people is like Neil from Sporting Press. It's just like unbelievable oh, yeah. the way he thinks and yeah. the amount of experience he's got. And um, yeah, such such cool work as well. But um, yeah, but yeah. Um, so I, what I also think I mean, I will get out to an hour, but like communication with the client like during a project, like when mm. I like, say you do a Barcelona stuff, like how how does that project go through? Like could you break down how like from when you get the brief in or when you get the first email mm. in, how, how does it go through? To the final thing, final thing. Um, it's probably more straightforward than you think, um, because obviously you get the brief in, or obviously you make contact with them, get the brief in, um, and usually the briefs are very well thought out. It's not just like we want a drawing of Messi kicking right. a ball. Do you know what I mean? It's like they've they've all these social, all, uh, well, because obviously I deal with more social media managers than than. Um, other sorts of clients, but they've obviously put in the thought, they know that the concept might resonate with people. So a lot of the legwork is done already, you know? Um, so yeah, you just get the concept and they obviously, they don't want you to do, ex- half the time they want you to, you know, put your own flair in it. And if, you, if there's anything you can add to it, anything you can change, they're open to it. So it's like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like a lot of the time you, you probably go back to them with an, an, an initial sketch if there's enough of a lead time on the job. Like sometimes I get a job in and I'd have four days. Like, you know, it'd be they'll call you on like they'll message me on the on the the Monday and they might need it by Thursday. So it's yeah, like yeah. you know, that can be stressful. But you know, with the with the Barcelona one I had plenty of lead time so I could kind of take my time on it. Um you know. But that one went really well. Like I didn't have to kind of start from scratch or anything, which has happened in the past. Um, you know. I've not been happy with what I've done. I've then I've just kind of gone back and restarted. Um, but yeah, we send them the sketch. They kind of like the gist of it. Go back and then come a couple of days later, send them over the the updated version. Um, and that's it, really. Like a lot of the time, they come back with a bit of feedback. Um, they might have some tweaks. They might want, like you know, like for example, the Barcelona one. There wasn't a, initially there wasn't a crown on Pele's head. So then we decided, oh, you know, it'd be nice if they were both. They were they both had the crown, you know what I mean? Like small things, changing yeah. the color of the pendant in the background, like all of small stuff. Um, but yeah, like that one is probably more straightforward than you were probably hoping for with the answer. But it was no, that's perfect. I mean, if it is, yeah, that, that's ideal. It means it means that you know, it's a dream to work with them. It's great. Because um, sometimes, as like cause sometimes you might think it's like ah, oh, you might have to go through twenty different people for this to get approved. But like obviously they're super professional, but um. It was really smooth the, the the transition, like to get it done. That's great. You know, yeah. Well, obviously, it, chatting with you guys as well, and, and many sports greats as well. As being on the inside of a football club, it's, it's great to see people getting hired, hired for that, and then in the process also from this side of it, this side of the table as well. Like how yeah. how would you go and hire someone to do that from the inside of a football club? So it's yeah. good to know these. It's good to know how that's done from outside and inside. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah. Um, so the next part of what I want to ask you is the, is the bit of feedback thing. 
Um, so I'm, oh, I'm yeah. trying to this year. I'm trying to just get like some honest feedback on my work because one of the things for 2021 I want to do is by the end of the year is just have like day and night improvement between my work. And if I keep getting improvement, I keep getting feedback from people. Um, hopefully, I'll improve if I action it. So, uh, is there any like piece of work that you picked out or anything that um, you think oh, that could be a bit better or or anything? Uh, I, I like I wouldn't say like uh, you know because I, 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 I remember when you started. I actually do remember a couple of years ago. I remember seeing you start doing a bit of illustration. Oh, <laughs> it was like three years ago. Uh-oh. No, I wasn't. No, gee, like I feel weird now here critiquing people. Like it's bizarre because I don't feel like I'm. You know, I feel I feel like I'm uh, somebody who should be going around critiquing people's illustrations. Like I, I really like what you're doing now with your stuff. Like I, I just saw. I remember that that Gerard one and the um, the the hand of God one. Mm. Um, like I really liked them. Like and it was like a that UFC when he did. I think it, uh, I can't remember. I don't know who he is. I'm not a huge UFC fan, so but that like, I thought that was really nice. But yeah, like compared to like I just I know there was a Daniel James one you did there, mm. and it's hard to know because everyone it's it's a weird one because everyone has their own style. So it's like, you know, it's like me saying, oh, that's how I would draw, but that not not that's not necessarily the right answer either. You know what I mean? There's yeah. no. But I, I I like how you've developed your style from what I saw a couple of years ago. Essentially, that's how I would feed back to you. It's like, exactly. I think what you're doing is working. Like, I don't know, it feels odd. <laughs> but I just, it just, I think, I honestly, it's just like, like, it's definitely an improvement there in your style. Like, it's just, you can see the shit. Like, I love the shadow, the shadows you put in it. I like the, like the likeness of the players. It's great. Like, I, I, is there I, I you change my, about it though. I know, I know you, like, no, no, because it, I, I don't think. So. Yeah. Well, like when you say change, like mm. I'm not sure because I think you've you're I think like I feel like that's your style. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Maybe this is like a bad I... part of a podcast, and maybe I shouldn't be asking people to critique my work. I because the thing is, like, and I appreciate you giving me that feedback because it's, it's great to know that you know, other people also think I'm on the right path and stuff. But um, but yeah, maybe I was just hoping for like, like yeah, this needs to be better, and like, but no, I appreciate it. I appreciate what you're saying. No, no, like, because uh, 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 I wouldn't say this needs to be better because I actually, I think you're doing it yourself. I don't think you need someone to tell you. That's what I, that's what I, that's how I would say it. Because I think, I think you're kind of, you're looking at other people's work and you're like, and you're kind of bringing that into your own work. I definitely feel. And I can definitely see that in the Gerard and the, that the hand of God one you did. Like, I don't know. I would just keep doing what you're doing, to be honest with you. And I would keep just practicing. Like, it's. I know me anyway. It's like it's like anything. It's like I know it's a cliche as well. But the more I was illustrating, the better I felt I was getting. Like I look back at yeah. some of the stuff I did even three years ago. Like, oh my god, I left it up there because there's no point deleting it. But I'm like, it's just desperate. And some people liked it, but I just think compared to what I, I feel, feel like, still think I, I'm still think I can get better as well. You know, so that's that's the way I would look at it. I think. And I'd say that to any illustrator, it's like, just keep practicing. Like the more, the more work you do and the more, like try different things as well. Like, you know, it doesn't always have to be one style. You can just try and do something else. And like, I like the likes of like Dave Flanagan there, you know, he's got like about 17 different styles and you know, 
and you know every single and you know every single one of them is his as well which yeah, is even yeah. more remarkable and that's something i'd like to be able to do as well you know i'd like to have about two or three different styles and i've tried to do that as well but i'd like to be able to do that as well you know like you know you don't have to perfect anything i think it's just as long as you're enjoying it and you can see an improvement in it yourself then that's the main thing and i think that's what you're doing and i you know that's the feedback i would give i appreciate that thank you um yeah, no, that's it was a good point though about, about developing um, you know, other styles as well, being tangible, so you can you can be a bit flexible. I think Dave's yeah. done that really well. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. The thing is, like, yeah, I don't I don't want that part, I don't want that part of the podcast to keep turning into like compliments because it get very boring for the people listening. Um, but but I pre- I do really appreciate it. Um, but I no I, I just I, but I, I I'm being genuine. I don't yeah, I don't yeah. there's nothing. I, I like if you would talk to me three years ago. Yeah, yeah. I would have, I would have probably, and I wouldn't, and I would have said it in a constructive way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think, I think you're, I think you're answering what I would have said if this, if we had this chat three years ago. Do you get me? Yeah, maybe a better question as well is like, how how do you critique your own work then? Because uh, how because yeah. we all we're all very much harder on our own selves as well. Like, yeah. And how, how would because like, you can see that like I've deleted like pretty much everything I don't like from my Instagram account. Make it a more of a portfolio, and then I don't have a website yeah, anymore. And it looks great, yeah. But like, so how how do you create your own work? What do you look for? Um, I think it's kind of it's harder to critique it immediately if it's like recent, like, and I think, but I think it probably would have benefited you to leave it up there as well, mm-hmm. uh, um, because. Uh, as I was saying, Chad, like I look back at what I did, and if I scroll right down to the bottom of my Instagram feed from like three years ago, and you can you can see how I've kind of like developed it's a good way of kind of I think it's a good thing to leave it up there to be honest with you just to, so you can see kind of how you're improved or and I kind of just it's good to kind of step away from it as well as you know like you can just you can get bogged down in the same sort of style the whole time and you might end up doing a couple of jobs on this on on the spin there like and you might just keep drawing it the same way and then you kind of st- and like I, I've looked at stuff even from six months ago I'm like, geez, I could have done that a lot better, you know. So I think it's good to just go back and there's no point being hard on yourself. I think it's just being constructive with yourself, really. And mm. it's like, you know, and I've heard other illustrators say it, but it's true, you know, just to if you don't think it's going right, just start again. Like, you know, like if you yeah. get to a certain point and you're not happy with it, there's no point like kind of um, a few times before. Yeah. yeah, drawing it today. Just start again. Like. That's what I, I, and I was, I, I would definitely would have been, especially with client work about two years ago, maybe I would have just kept going until I got that one I was working on instead of just saying, right, this isn't working, start again. So that's something I've definitely started to do more recently. That's good, good point. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was, that's been mentioned before, before like the, uh, like knowing when to start again is like the most important thing for an illustrator. <laughs> I think that was a, that was a yeah. tip that someone said once. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, I appreciate that, and um, we'll see if that segment sticks around, or I'll do it in private. Yeah. For now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, going on to the last couple of questions we ask on this podcast. Um, first of all, what's the best purchase under hundred pounds? That would be not sure what that's in your US. I'm not sure what that's in Australian. Uh, let me look it up. Australian dollars. Pounds one hundred seventy-five Australian dollars. What's your best What's purchase? What's my best purchase? I should have thought about this because I, I know you've asked other people this. I like it. 
keep that one right behind. What's so my ace on my sleeve? Does it have to be design related? Nope, anything. Anything. <laughs> a pair of Adidas Continental shoes. There we go. Nice. And I reckon I reckon they're about 150. So nice. There we go. <laughs> That's probably the best. Probably because I'm actually wearing them and that's, I, I saw them. So that's why I've, I've said that. <laughs> Are they super comfy though? Yeah, they're fine. I literally, I literally can't think of anything else to say. <laughs> um, oh, the last two are a little bit deeper. And, um, but yeah, I, I always just hear what people say about these these questions because it's interesting to, to get more, more philosophical. Um, what's your uh, life advice for people listening? Life advice? Yeah. In terms of like career stuff, um, yeah. um, I don't know, I've probably said it, probably said it already, but um, yeah, just not to. I think the most important one for me, anyway, was like, I suppose not to kind of not to give up on because like, I was, I remember at one stage, I was nearly in danger of giving up design, like, I just I got sick of it to be honest. With you. I think it was around 2013 14 and just. Go off and if you're not happy with what you're doing in your job, kind of mm. don't be afraid to go off and do something on the side, you know, to fulfill yourself cre- creatively. Um, you know, I was, in, I was stuck in a job that I didn't really like um, and I just wasn't wasn't doing the work I wanted to be doing. And, you know, nobody was going to hand it to me. So I just remember just went off and decide there in a couple of years ago and just start doing the, the illustration stuff on the side. Um, and I haven't looked back, and it's made me a happier person as well, to be honest with you. So I think that's main advice I could probably give. Like, don't be afraid to go off and kind of explore your own sort of personal work as well, because that personal work will if will influence your day job as well if you have a day job. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. It can only it can only help. It can't hurt you. You know. So that's probably. Awesome. I think uh, in terms of career advice, I think that's probably a big one for me anyway. Nice. Um, yeah. The last question I'd like to ask is, how do you want to be remembered? Yeah, to be remembered. <laughs> if any of my friends saw this now, they'd be laughing. Um, <laughs> I remembered. Um, I don't know. I suppose hardworking. Um, just, uh, yeah, it's a weird one to answer. How do I, but yeah, just, I don't know, somebody who just loves what they did. Um, yeah. That's, I think that's all I've got for you there with that one. I don't know. Cool. I don't know what to say. It's good. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> um, cool. Well, uh, thank you very much for being on the podcast. It's been a really nice chat with you and meeting you. No worries. Um, it was really enjoyable. Thanks very uh, much. Where can people find you on social media and, and say hello to you? Yeah, you can, on Twitter, you can get me um, at Damien Draws. Um, on Instagram, at Damien Quinn Draws. Um, and then my website is DamienQuinnDraws.com. So that's where you can find me. Nice one. Brilliant. There you go. That's the yes. podcast. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Creative Awful Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, please check out the link in the description for Logo Package Express. Uh, really helps us this year uh, by sponsoring the podcast and uh, giving us some discounts for you guys. Um, so yeah, check it out. Uh, get some discounts on Logo Package Express and check out Damien's work. It was a really good chat. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it and see you next week for another episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast. See you then. Thank <laughs> you.